You're listening to the Big Locals Podcast, a podcast platform built to serve the locals. Join us as we follow the innovative, eccentric, and movers and shakers of the Denver community. Brought to you by the not-so-local host, Ian Jimeno. Shop local, support local. Big Locals Podcast. I'm up, I'm letting them go. I wasn't stressing at all. Keeping space for my Place that I feel with devotion You came and you played something I gave you just made up You changed something It's crazy how fast I fall for you Hello and welcome to the Big Locals Podcast. Thank you so much for listening to Season 2, Episode 6 of the Big Locals Podcast. My name is Ian Jimeno, and this episode is the very first live interview of the Big Locals Podcast. Don't worry, we were very COVID conscious this session, and I absolutely cannot wait to get more live shows in the mix. On to the episode itself. This episode of Big Locals Podcast features Ashley Youngswick and her brainchild, Birdie Creative. I absolutely had so much fun working with Ashley, who did a feature on the Big Locals podcast on Friday. Was it on Friday? I'm not even sure anymore. You could check out her excellent eye for design at birdiecreativeco.com. I loved how she incorporated my interests, such as geology, brewing beer, and of course, featuring the local business owners and entrepreneurs via a podcast. That's what I love to do. And she featured it pretty darn well. Um, huge shout out to Birdie Creative for finally making me look good on camera, especially thanks to Ryan, the photographer at ryan.com on Instagram. Check out his work. Check it out. As always, I'll put the information on the show notes so it's much easier for y'all to access. Our conversation goes into so many interesting veins, such as her trip to Southeast Asia, her experience with the Sundance Film Festival in Utah, and ultimately her selfless effort to bring up and showcase local businesses, much like local a local podcast that you're familiar with or even listening to right now. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Uh, completely love that mentality. So stay a while and listen to this interview. Be sure to leave a like, follow, subscribe, review, five stars, or whatever for the podcast. I want the world to hear about the up-and-coming Denver entrepreneurs and artists of this day and age. Ashley wouldn't have been able to get this far without her own support foundation, and every person and organization she mentions is in the show notes for your benefit, from the Easy Vegan to her favorite rental company, Event Rents, here in Denver. The featured artist that I will be playing throughout the episode is the up-and-coming Povi with her song, Who Better?, Huge thanks to ND102.3 for hooking me up with this sultry, smooth artist. Put Who Better on your bedroom playlist and let the sparks fly with this one. And um, hit her up and keep up to date with Povey. She's definitely going places. One more huge shout out to Pablo Vialpando out in the San Jose, California area for working on the big locals website. Pablo himself has a local mindset, helping out the smaller businesses and side hustles such as this podcast, with a bartering system. I agreed to trade some of my home-brewed beer for his services on the website. Check out his own website and become part of his own bartering system. Or if you need an SEO expert, search engine optimization expert for your website, look for pablovielpondo.com. I'll put his website in the show notes, so check that out. Without further ado, let's jump into the interview with Ashley Youngswick of Birdie Creative. It's crazy how fast I 
of Birdie Creative. How are you? Welcome to the Big Locals Podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm great. I'm great. It's been a great day so far. Oh, awesome. Uh, Wow. What a coincidence. Same with me. Awesome. Good Um, to hear. uh, For those of you listening, uh, this is actually the first time I've had a in-person interview with a fellow guest. And uh, what's exciting about this too is that we're six feet away. (laughs) I think more. And more, totally. (laughs) And um, we are just uh, shooting the crap here in person. Feel free to cuss. It's okay. Okay, good. (laughs) Um, And Ryan just came in. We did a beautiful photo shoot. Uh, Luckily, I did my nails and manicured before this. He looks fabulous. Thank you. I'm wondering we're going to quit this and become a model. (laughs) (laughs) One day. Okay. (laughs) Um, I haven't decided which day. It depends on my financial situation. Uh, That's the most exciting part about this. I'm actually here with Ashley in person. So she sounds great in front of the mic already. Oh, thank you. And, um, <laughs> Not <we're>... nervous at all. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I do, uh, this is my second time actually meeting Ashley in person. And I would love to hear, um, I hate telling people like, hey, let me hear your life story. That just seems way too convoluted. <laughs> um, but let me just give you some pinpointed things of uh, maybe what to express and what to talk about um, in your life that I've heard so far, Ashley. Like, your trip to Southeast Asia and several countries, it seems like I've already seen some books around the house with like Cambodia, Thailand, you mentioned earlier, um, and things like that. So what, first of all, sparked this awesome trip, I assume, going to the Southeast Asia area? Um, well, one of my best friends was there traveling and um, she had taken off for a few months. And so two of my friends, um, the three of us decided to go over and meet her and um, just kind of traveled around. We traveled on for three weeks and it was pretty amazing. Ooh. And, um, it's kind of funny here, full circle here yep. with the trip to Cambodia. So I was in Siem Reap at Angkor Wat, which is the temples there and watched the sunrise at Siem Reap. And it was like a life changing. It was amazing. Ooh. It was so beautiful. So flash forward to five years later. Mm-hmm. Um, and my parents are going on a trip to Cambodia. Okay. And I told my mom, I said, you have to watch the sunrise at Siem Reap. It's going to change your life. And so the morning that they went and watched the sunrise at Siem Reap, my father passed away that day. Wow. I know. So, which in turn full circle, um, is that Birdie Creative is in, named after in honor of a nod to my dad, Fred, Freddie, um, after his cat birdie that he loved. So, um, yeah, it's kind of interesting. So wow. it's weird how life <laughs> kind of just surprised you. So it was very cool that, you know, I don't think that that, you know, that trip to Southeast Asia as it was amazing, but it was, um, so wonderful that I was able to be there and experience that place where my, my dad passed away. So significant yeah. for sure. So it's been very cool and, yeah. you know, to be able to know where he was and, mm. you know, very healing in that sense. Yeah. So, so what about that sunrise that really caught you? You know, when you first initially saw that and you're like, I got to tell my parents about this when they're going over there. <laughs> it's just something really magical about that place. Just the people are amazing. Um, you know, it's a different world and the place and the the people that you're with, you know, just the spirituality behind that place was pretty, pretty amazing. Yeah. So it's one of those, you know, moments in your life that you just never kind of forget. Yeah. So, and there was a mini pony there. I remember too. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> so, that in itself is life changing. Oh so, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it was very cool. So it was just, um, you know, that place is always going to be a special place in my heart. And so it was, you know, very cool. And we used some of the shells from my trip there to down to the coast, um, um, in your photo shoot today. Very cool. As a little nod to your to your background. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have to say, Ashley, I, I love the preemptive interview that we had prior to this photo shoot. So we literally had the photo shoot maybe about an hour ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and then which led on to, hey, why not have the interview here? I feel like it's a much more organic uh, interview in that case. But she definitely took into account her quirkiness in her artistry <laughs> and decorative abilities and also my background, uh, including like geology, working with dead stuff. I love minerals as well. Uh, the fossils. And she mentioned that she picked up a couple of them over in Southeast Asia. And they are some great specimens. I mean, um, tell us a little bit more about them and maybe like where you found them along the way or which ones you actually um, found. I think those ones are from Chinookville, which is on the coast in Cambodia. So I collected a lot of those. Um, and then also in the beaches in Thailand, um, there was a lot of coral shaped like Y's all over there. And my last name is Youngswick. And so I started collecting all of these Y shells, um, throughout to bring back to my mom and, you know, family and stuff like that. So, um, I've never been like, Oh, let's go to the beach and put some sand in a jar. But it's just like, that's <laughs> right. really not me. Yeah. So I'm like, Oh, I'll get a t-shirt or something. Um, but I don't know. They're just really cool and they're just beautiful. And I've always kept them and, you know, so I was, I, a big thing of my photo shoots, um, you know, I don't charge anyone for these. And so I love using, I have to use a lot of things around my house. And, um, so, you know, it's great. I was glad I could use them. Yes. (laughs) Speaking of things that are eclectic and just amazing (laughs) that you have around the house, um, in some of the photo shoots, I think that will be, uh, posted prior to this interview Mm -hmm. itself. Uh, for those of you who might not notice, I don't think it was a focal point on the pictures, but the squirrel with the boxing gloves. The taxidermied squirrel with the boxing <laughs> gloves, yes. Yeah. Blew me away. Yeah. I had no idea. I mean, at least you have a sense of character with your collective things. Absolutely. You know? I'm kind of weird and I like weird and unique things. And so I like collaborating with people that are open to that. Mm-hmm. And so it's fun. Like, nice. I love that you're like, sure, let's, <laughs> <laughs> let's put that in there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even the teacup that I had, uh, had some English breakfast tea with this owl face on there too. I mean, mm-hmm. it's such a cool, like design to it. I, it feels more like home than, you know, your typical ceramic mug with like, I don't know, just plain old white, you yeah. know, uh, it brings out character both for yourself and just gets people like, oh, a little smile going yeah, on. Yeah, right. You know? And I drugged you a little bit with the tea and yeah. make you more comfortable. So, you know. I'm going to go to sleep. I'm yeah. tired. <laughs> this is Ashley's podcast. <laughs> awesome. So, leading on from Southeast Asia. Okay. Um, going from there, uh, remind me again, how long ago was that? Was your trip? That was about nine years ago. Nine I years think. ago. Yeah. So it was a while ago. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, they went, my dad, it'll be four years next month that they, so five years after wow. they went. So yeah, yeah, it was, you know, it was very healing, yep. um, to have been there. And so, you know, that's the major significance I think of that trip and, yeah. you know, and then starting this company and wanting to give a little nod to my dad. And so, Freddie Creative didn't really have. (laughs) (laughs) Who's Freddie? Yeah. (laughs) So, um, you know, it worked out really well. Very cool. Yeah. 
And I know a lot of people that travel to Southeast Asia or mm-hmm. anywhere in general. I mean, that's all the way across the world, yeah. uh, especially from here in yeah. Denver. Um, what other sort of significances did you see in terms of like culture shock, food shock, anything like that? And who did you travel with, by the way? Um, I traveled with a group of my friends. Um, there was five of us total. So um, that was really fun. You know, I didn't, it wasn't a major shock. I grew up in just outside of San Francisco. I've experienced a lot of things. My parents were really open. We traveled a lot. Um, I've seen a lot of things. So it wasn't as shocking as it was. It was just really beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's really cool to see, I think, in anything. And I think, you know, especially now when I haven't traveled more than like an hour and a half in the past <laughs> year, that, um, you know, to have, it's so important to travel and experience things like that, even if it's in your state or your city. Mm. Um, because right now we have to hold on to those memories and be like daydream and be like, oh, remember when I was here or there or in Mexico or, you know, just mm. anything like that. Yeah. Cool. The killer thing for me is venues. Uh, live music is just uh, it's an addiction and mm-hmm. I didn't realize it was an addiction until COVID hit. You yeah. Know? I, I feel like I needed to go to these live shows just to release something, you know, whether that be attitude or just physical ability, uh, just like, ugh, you know, something in you that loves uh, live music, you know? You know what it's been for me? It's been going to the movies. Mm. I love my boyfriend. And I love going to the movies and we go to the movies like once a week. And, um, I think COVID didn't really, you know, I had a unique experience that, well, just my experience with it. Um, I was kind of in my bubble and I kind of felt like, okay, and that I didn't miss kind of the normalcy. And last summer, um, me and a group of our friends rented out a theater at the Alamo. They cool. do that. If you get a chance to do it, it's awesome. It's worth it. Yeah. Um, and I was like, and that made me like, oh my God, I miss everything. Yeah. Like I miss everything. So that was kind of like a slap in the face. So definitely going to the movies. Yeah. And there's, you, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Um, when you do go to the movies mm-hmm. and you choose that movie, mm-hmm. um, assuming, you know, there's more than a dozen to choose from. Yeah. Um, what do you look for? Are you looking for this like big explosions? Like, no. I, I, okay, okay. Cause I, yeah. like, I'm curious, like, cause people go to the movies for different reasons. Yeah. Let's say like a scary movie. You I know, don't you, like scary okay. movies, yeah, but yeah. I will watch like the murder shows on Netflix. Like it's nobody's <laughs> business. I'm like totally fine with that. Right. Um, but I do not like scary movies. Yeah. Um, I love more like independent quirky movies. Sure. Um, actually when I left San Francisco to move out to Colorado for the second time distant. So nine years ago, um, I left a job and then I went to Utah and I worked at the Sundance film festival. Cool. Um, and so I'd always loved the Sundance film festival. So I went and volunteered there in the events department and it was awesome. Yeah. So I like really quirky, weird, um, mostly lead towards comedy. Um, you know, I do love like spending the days like me and my girlfriends always just, like come like, come over and lay in bed and watch like teen movies all day. Yeah. Yeah. And you could still do that. I mean, not with Netflix. Oh my stuff, god, yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. Definitely seen a lot of movies this year. Yes. Yes. <laughs> what about uh I kinda wanna dig into your philosophy behind, let's say, the Sundance Film Festival and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Cause that's a topic that I like to learn where or like to hear from other people's point of view where um, what is popular is not always good. Mm-hmm. And you seem to be a collector of things that are not popular. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and 
I myself am a firm believer of that as well, where you're not, um, you know, let's say with your prior design work, which we may get into it, where you're working with uh, customers or clients with weddings or corporate events that you've seen these themes hundreds of times over Mm -hmm. and you're not able to express yourself in the fullest extent where you're not fulfilled or like you just don't feel very passionate about it. It feels very transactional. Absolutely. So going back to the Sundance Film Festival, um, what about these independent films did you really like about it? Was it just the under undertone of it? Or? I just like that it's something unique and mm. different and it's not mainstream. And, you know, it's just, um, I like different. And I think um, an unexpected storyline or something like that or is really cool. Um, so I think that's kind of what drew me to it and always loved independent movies and stuff like that too. So don't get me wrong, like just friends with Ryan Reynolds, (laughs) one of my favorite movies, (laughs) but, um, you know, there's, you know, you can kind of go wherever, but, um, I, I love that aspect of it. And one of my favorite movies, if you guys haven't seen this is beasts of the Southern wild, it's amazing. And I actually saw it there when I was at the festival. So definitely check it out. It's really it's a very cool movie. Beast of the Southern Wild. Wild yeah. Hmm. I don't want any more spoilers. I okay. Do, that's it. That's all I'm going to say. Especially it does if- take place in the South. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Beast could be human or animal. Okay. I kind of like that. Um, especially coming from a person who used to work for the uh, Sundance Film Festival in the Bay Area as oh. well. Um, not me, myself. Oh. I was talking about you. Oh, <laughs> wait! Th- no, no, no. I was in Utah doing in Utah it. Yeah. Doing when I left it. San oh, Francisco, bad, bad, bad. Um, yep, yep. I stopped before I came here. I stopped in Utah to work. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I yep, was like, totally. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Me too. No. <laughs> so much in common. <laughs> I do love those indie films too. And yes. I, I think it's just off the beaten path in terms of plot characters. And, you know, sometimes you just get the same rinse, repeat, of the whole uh, movie antics, you know, yeah. and I, I, I get oh, jaded. And I think too, I think that, you know, not all movies are great. Like you mm. kind of have to search for them. Yep. Like, you know, the big blockbuster movies, they're probably going to be good, Sure, but independent movies, like there's some shitty ones out there. There's some great <laughs> ones, but you kind of have to like, it's like me with thrifting. Mm. I love, you have to like dig through and find a really good one. Mm. So. And Beast of the Southern Wild is one of them. Excellent. Excellent, Excellent. movie. Yeah. So you were in Utah for a bit. Yeah, not too long, about a month. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What? Uh, only a month. Uh, because yeah, well, I went out there because the festival is only a few weeks. Gotcha. So I went out there and stayed with some friends and um, you know, up in Park City and mm-hmm. was up there. So yeah. And then you went back to the Bay Area, or no? Did you and go then to I came here. And oh, then okay. I landed in Denver. Mm-hmm. Um, I originally lived in Boulder right after college when I was nineteen for a couple years. Um, and then moved back to San Francisco. And then this is my second stint in Colorado. Very cool. So the first stint was a long time ago. A long time ago. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. We're going to leave it at that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> cool. Interview is over. <laughs> <laughs> and how long ago was that when you first moved to Boulder? Um, God, two. 1999, 2000. Okay. So yeah. 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 Oh my goodness. Yeah. So, so you're pretty much a local at this point. I guess. Yeah. I would hope so. <laughs> <laughs> 21, 22 ish years. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, I was here. So originally, but then I went back. So this second stint, I've been here for about nine years. That's a, okay, yeah, okay. I just had my nine year anniversary. Got well, congratulations. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Yeah. So when you moved to Denver mm-hmm. and decided to, you know, place your roots down here, uh, 
did you immediately look for a job? Where, no, how was that? I actually, um, I left here or I left, I came to Denver. Um, I saved up a bunch of money. I just wanted to kind of live. I had had this really crazy job in San Francisco that I loved, but it was consuming me and all my hours went to that. Um, so the reason I moved back to Colorado was that, you know, the only reason I was going to like leave my job and was to like completely leave. Mm. Um, and so I was here for probably six months and lived with a friend and, you know, just kind of explored and I would travel around a lot from here. And then um, I did a total 180 or is it 360? <laughs> <laughs> 360, I guess you turned back know. to the oh, same yeah. spot. I 180. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not good at math. <laughs> um, but I had a friend who was working up that I had known from my Boulder days um, and he worked with special needs and he was working up as the program director at the Easter Seals camp up in Empire, which is about 45 minutes from here. Um, and I actually went up there and they had a position for an assistant program director. Cool. So I interviewed and I got the job and I moved to Empire, Colorado, um, and lived and worked on their property. And I was there for about two years and worked with children and adults with special needs. Um, and it was amazing. It was amazing. I just needed that kind of you know, reset in my mm, life. Mm. And it was the most amazing thing. It was the hardest thing I've ever done. Um, but it was the most rewarding thing I've yeah. ever done. So it was great. And, um, you know, quite a shock moving from San Francisco and Denver to Empire. Oh yeah. <laughs> but amazing people up there, wonderful people. And, um, you know, kind of loved every minute of it. So it was good. And, you know, my, my grandparents were on the board of the ARC in Shreveport, Louisiana for years and years. And so, you know, I've always had that mentality of service and giving and helping others. And so um, it was kind of a natural progression, even mm. though it seemed like, what are you doing? <laughs> 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 but I needed, I, you know, I think my ego needed to be put in check mm. and there's no better way to get your ego in check. Oh, no <laughs> joke. That humility aspect of it. And you're just taking a big old slice of humble pie at that point. Absolutely. Um, especially coming from the Bay area too, where it's a very dense, diverse uh, area. I mean, everything's moving at that area. And I went to college over in Santa Cruz and uh, I would make my, you know, regular trips up to the Bay Area and just loved the area. Yeah. And then coming out to um, Denver, I'm in the Parker area right now. I mean, it's not much of a hustle and bustle, but it, it definitely is different from the Bay Area. Yeah. So I can definitely see where you're coming from, like that, you know, the humility behind it all and just sort of keeping yourself in check at that point too. So Absolutely. And, and speaking of the you know, taking that huge slice of humble pie, I kind of <laughs> want to hear your story going from, uh, your design job and your, um, your job prior to even creating birdie, uh, creative. Mm -hmm. So when did you start, um, you know, being interested in interior design or just design work well, in general? My mom was an artist and a creative and I always grew up and actually my grandfather, if you look at those pictures to your right, he was an architect. Oh. Um, and that's the house that, that my mom grew up in that he designed. My aunt was an architect and it's always been my mom's very much like me, like very quirky and fun things. And so it was always something that I was grown up 
that I grew up around and like, you know, I'd wake up in the morning and she would redecorate the house in the middle of the night. And like, you know, it was just, you know, the house I grew up in had leopard carpet and elephants in the back, like elephant sculptures. So it was just something that was in my blood. And I've always been interested in, I, I've always say I took after my mom and my sister's a lawyer and my dad was a surgeon and she took after it like they're that side and we're this side. Yeah. Left brain, right brain. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's just something, um, there's actually a picture in my office of like a drawing that I did when I was like four or five. And it's like when I grow up and it says, I want to be an artist. It's something that I've just grew up in a creative environment. Yeah. And so I kind of segued to that. I'm n- I was never really good at school. And, yeah. um, you know, we talked about the math things. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, Exhibit A. But yeah, you know, I just, and I ended up going to um, design school mm-hmm. and study visual design. And that was kind of my, how I started Very and cool. how my career started. So, yeah. um, you know, after that I moved to Boulder mm-hmm. and a family friend had, um, um, she made handmade batiks for bands and festivals. And so I worked with her and made, you know, band shirts for, nice. um, leftover salmon and ween and, you know, all those <laughs> bands. I did babysit Dean Ween's kid one time while Whoa. he was in town playing. So okay. my claim to fame, <laughs> um, you know, so did that. And then, um, I moved back to, uh, left Boulder and moved back home to, I'm from Novato, California, which is about 30 miles North of San Francisco Okay, and moved back there and couldn't really find a design job. I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do. And I actually ended up getting a job as a floral designer. Um, so that's kind of how my career in events started. Mm -hmm. So I did that for a long time and then I kind of moved into San Francisco and had a job in there at a flower shop. And then from there got hired on as for an event florist company. Mm-hmm. And from there became the um, creative director for um, a really large company there. And then that's when I left San Francisco. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. And you left the job in addition to San Francisco yes. to go back to here, yes. to Denver. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, what a transition. Yeah, so it's been, but it's been very cool. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, it's been I've done a lot of things, but it's always kind of come down to, it's always been creative, even yeah. with the job working with special needs. Yeah, totally. You have to be creative. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And going to, um, you know, Birdie Collect or Birdie Creative. Yes. I keep wanting to say Birdie Collective for some yeah, reason. yeah, it's okay. Maybe I'll do a, like, a, you know, an extension. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe a collection of things. Yes. Like, yeah, a collective. Um, so Birdie Creative. Yes. Um I am experiencing Birdie Creative for the first time firsthand. Yeah. And I just love the process where you, you definitely know what you're doing, first of all. Thank you. Where, <laughs> yeah, you had Ryan, the photographer, uh-huh. uh, ryan.com on Instagram yes. for anyone who wants to follow. Uh, he did some excellent pictures around Austin, or not Austin, Denver. Yeah. <laughs> um, and some really cool uh, experiences through that. I just dabbled a little bit in his Instagram, but anywho, yeah, just knowing what that setup is going to be like. And a lot of the stuff that we discussed in our initial conversation is here. I love geology. Uh, that's sort of my, uh, W2 job at the moment. And I homebrew beer and I brought some and did some pictures on that. And your beer was so good. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate that. Um, as well as, uh, you know, drank some tea, had some like cool experiences. I do want to, I, I kind of want to take a picture of this open mm-hmm. expansion thing. What, what is this guy called? It's called a resurrection fern. A resurrection fern. Yeah. And they're very cool. They're, um, I, my friend Crystal, when I first moved back to Denver, 
um, introduced me to them and they're pretty amazing when they dry up. They're like this ball mm. of like, I don't know. It looks like a dead plant. Yeah. Yeah. And then you put water in them and then they kind of bloom and then they go back and you could, you know, for years you might not do it. And then you could, they come back to life. That so it's amazing. It's very cool. I like to use them when, um, you know, I'm like doing a deep clean in the house or like cleaning up stuff. And then at the end, I kind of do that. It kind of feels like a, you know, it's a non-smelly sage <laughs> burning for me. Yeah. But they're so cool. They're so cool. I just love them. Honestly blew my mind. Yeah. So you brought this thing out right in front of me. Yeah. I mean, it was perfect for the whole picture uh, taking time. And I was drinking some tea, hanging out in the kitchen a little bit. And I come back and it is in bloom. I was like, well, this is some voodoo stuff going on. This is amazing. So I, I mean, I do like to say to the audience members out there that, you know, Ashley has some really cool stuff, especially if you want to start working with Birdie Creative in, you know, the photography sessions or just getting your pictures out there and just getting a nice design that sort of involves and embodies your business. And you've worked with a lot of different vendors already, whether that be Moon Raccoon and tell, tell us a little bit more about your prior clients. Um, so basically kind of how I started this was, you know, I was... I was furloughed in March during the pandemic. I was working for an event and catering company and then officially laid off in uh, May. Mm. And so kind of, you know, just enjoyed my time (laughs) (laughs) while we all thought the world was ending and, um, you know, kind of realized like, I'm not, there's no jobs out there for me. (laughs) So, um, you know, with the motivation of, you know, my mom and my sister and my partner, Derek, and to kind of start my own thing. And, um, Oops, sorry, I gotta line up with the microphone. Oh, you're good. <laughs> you're good. Um, you know, so I decided to create Birdie Creative and I took a few months and I wanted to have my own original content on there. And so I worked, you know, with some of my friends um that have started their own businesses and we kind of collaborated and did these awesome photo shoots and you know, worked on some pop-ups and everything like that. And during this whole thing, you know, while I was kind of starting Birdie and I was like, well, I'm not gonna, you know realistically, I'm not going to get business right now. Like there's nothing happening. And I saw all of these people that had been let go or furloughed or businesses shut down, kind of starting their own things. And it was so cool. It was like this awesome renaissance of like, you know, out of necessity, what am I going to do? And what have I always wanted to do? So I was definitely inspired to start this by, um, my friends, Alexi and Taylor at the easy vegan and Jesse at Svolina, they were my kind of two inspirations to start this. Like the Easy Vegans started their own pop-up restaurant because, you know, they both lost their jobs. And, yeah. you know, Jesse wanted to do this pasta thing and just started it, you know, because she had the time and always wanted to do it. And yeah. um, it's just really cool. And it kind of just like escalated from there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just been really great. I wanted to do, you know, selfishly, it was a, it's a way for me to be creative during this time. Um, because, you know, I'm not just going to like set up a photo shoot when no one else is involved and like, I don't know, it's more fun. It's like, I wanted to be able to wait for me to be able to create like content and fun style shoots for me. And then also support these really cool local and independent businesses, Mm -hmm. um, you know, that are doing stuff and like a way for fun pictures for them, for their website or media and, you know, cross, um, you know, cross promote, cross promote. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, Thank yeah, yeah. you. Um, and do it too. And it's been really cool. I don't, um, you know, I know how hard it is right now. Like, you know, 
you're making money, not really making money, not making any money. And so I do everything for free. Um, You know, I kind of, when I create these collaborations after I talk to people for a long time, all right, well, what do you have that you can bring? And Mm. what do I have? And um, there's been wonderful local, like my friend Cody, who is at Event Rents, um, is an amazing company. Um, If you're looking for any rental needs, I highly recommend them. But they let us, me use these linens and glassware and, um, and it's pretty amazing. And, um, I think my partner, Derek's going to probably start charging me cause I go in and I <laughs> use all his stuff too for the photo shoot. So I'm just waiting for a bill, um, from him, but he's been great and great. And I really appreciate all of his weird stuff that he has too around oh, the house. Yeah. So, you know, it's like, I love doing the photo shoots here because, it's so fun when we're like, oh, what about this? And what about this? And let's grab this. And like we threw in the, you know, the taxidermy scroll with yes. the boxing gloves at the last minute. And it just made the shoot. You kind of <laughs> need two of them now and like a little boxing ring. I know. I mean. Like a whole diorama. <laughs> like next time you come here, this dining table is going to be gone. It's going to be squirrel boxing ring. I'm sure Daryl would love it. Or yeah, Derek, Derek would love it. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, that's kind of how I started this project. And it keeps me busy. I just, you know... I realistically knew that I'm not going to be able to do what I want to do right now. And I'm meeting people in a time when you're really not supposed to meet people Mm. and creating really fun things. And it's a way to help them out and a way to help myself out. And Mm -hmm. so that's why I love having the interviews and, you know, making sure I want to work with these people, you know, and make sure that your heart's in the right place, that you are just like, oh, I'm just kind of doing this just to do this, Mm. but like really passionate. And Um, so yeah, that's kind of what do you bring to the table? Yes. Um, which is a little wordy is because I was doing my job, um, prior to COVID was, um, for a catering event company and, you know, designing a lot of tabletops and designs. And so it's like, oh, I can design tabletops and bring them into it around them. And, but it's kind of, it's gotten cool because it's not always a table involved. And (laughs) so it's kind of expanded. So, which I love because I don't like being pigeonholed in that design. And, you know, sometimes people don't need to be at a table, you know, they're not a table type of person. Yeah, You know, they eat in front of the TV. That's right. What do you bring to the TV dinner table? Yes, exactly. (laughs) What do you bring to the driver's seat of your car? (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, it's been, it's been such a cool experience Mm. and I met so many amazing people and I just kind of love hearing stories and just, um, about what everyone's been doing. Um, because it's, you got to like, you know, you're not the only one that's going through shit and it's very cool. And I just love, love seeing how everyone's just being so creative, even if you're not starting a business, but doing stuff around your house or, you know, gardening or, you know, baking bread. Exactly. <laughs> baking bread. There was a Renaissance movement. There was, was. March, April, May, where they're like, you know what? I'm going to be staying in here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to learn how to bake bread. I, I don't know why bread of all things. I don't things. know. Yeah. I did it once. Okay. I did it once. It was okay. Yeah. Uh, but I, you know, there's this, you know, I, I, they're down the street and there's some amazing people <laughs> that are baking bread in Denver right now that'll deliver, you know, right to your door. Yeah. So, why waste your time when you can no. help out these local vendors? <laughs> no. It's like, I have like the biggest block, like, during the first kind of shutdown, like I remember it was so hard to get flour and like a lot of the bakers I've talked to, they're like, Oh my God, it was like impossible. So when we kind of thought things were going to shut down again, went to Costco and got like 
the huge thing of flour and sugar <laughs> and yeast. And I was like, you know, walking around, this woman's like, oh, you must be a baker. And I'm like, no, I'm just paranoid that I'm going to have to like start making my own bread again or something. Right. So if anyone out there needs flour or sugar or yeast, call me because I have so much. <laughs> so much. <laughs> I imagine you coming out of Costco with yeah. just this cart sized flour bag. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm like, get out of my way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I, I, I'm curious with your bread baking experience, uh-huh. um, just to stay on that vein a little bit more. Um, what did you try to make? Um, I made a, a sourdough. Okay. I think yeah. It, yeah. I think it was a sourdough. The standard. Boulet, you yeah. know. Uh-huh. Um, it turned out okay. Yeah. You know, I'm a big bread snob, you know, being from San Francisco. Oh, of course. I like my bread. And mm. so um, I've actually had some... Amazing! They're like reunion bread company here, and then Get Right's Plant Nursery makes awesome bread. Mm. And you know, I, there's other people. You know, I'm a big advocate of like. There's so many people out there that are doing really cool things. Yeah. Like, yeah. go support them and yeah. buy their bread. And you know, I much rather cook. I'm not a, a baker. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. I, I'd love to just expand on that a little bit more with the cooking versus baking. Okay. And I noticed that with cooking, it's just a tad easier during the process to understand like. All right, I have this uh, reduction plus like mushrooms and maybe some bell peppers in there, and I'm just going to try it a little bit. And you can try it mid recipe before you actually plate it. Yeah, you're you know screwed I mean? with baking. You're screwed with yeah. baking. Totally, yeah. it's either a hundred or zero. Yeah, you know, along the way. So uh, I think that's kind of why I like to lean towards cooking as well, where it's a little bit more forgiving. And the whole baking process, you know, you got yeast involved. It's a pseudo it's living the math thing. thing it like goes back to the math. you can't you have to be very accurate you do totally it's like ah, oh, this has too much eggs in it like how can you tell yeah. this is crazy no yeah. i love cooking and i'm definitely tired of it <laughs> um but i still do it every day yep. and yep. um but you know it's been it's, it's very nice therapy for me and i love trying new recipes and um yeah. You know, getting to experiment with a lot of different types of food, especially yeah. now during, you know, being home all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been fun. Yeah. It's been fun. And, but yeah, sometimes I'm just, but there's some great restaurants out there that you can go support. So yeah. I'm so glad that they're there. <laughs> Please stay open, guys. I, know, I will support I you. Know. Just, you know, <laughs> just remember all that money that you've been saving by not going out like mm. this past year, like go and splurge and, you yeah. know, maybe once a week, twice a month, you know, whatever. Oh, Oh, yeah, go totally. Get, well, I got done to come over to the west side. So, um, Reet Ridge is a very cool town. I don't know if any of you know that's where we're broadcasting live from. Reet Ridge, live Colorado. Reet Ridge. Former carnation capital of the United States. <laughs> I had no idea. Mm-hmm. And cool. they, uh, the Jolly Rancher was created in Reet Ridge. No way. Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm almost positive. <laughs> like, hate mail. like, no, it wasn't. It was Kentucky. Um, but yeah, so it's a really cool area. And, um, we moved from South Broadway in Denver over to mm-hmm. here um, last July. So, um, but a great community, great people, and it needs cool things. Destiny Lounge, Audacity Lounge, excuse me, which is the wine bar. Um, 
and it's going to be in the alley back there. So it should be pretty cool. So yeah, it should be great. Yeah. Current employer is actually in Wheat Ridge right off of the 70. So I kind of know Wheat Ridge kind of nice. I love, sorry, I'm from California too. And that I always say the 70 and that, (laughs) and that's how you know someone's from California. I just got like homesick, like the 70, the 25. And everyone's like, what? (laughs) Yeah. It's the one and only, the 70. Yeah. Oh, do they not say that here? No, they don't. What? Yeah. It's, okay. it's, you'll start noticing now, but it's like total California. You're like, the Uh-oh. Yeah. Oh, man, totally. The 15, the 805, the 5. Oh, my gosh. I don't I, – yeah, they, I think there was like a Geico commercial where they were trying to say like uh, the as opposed to just – 805 uh-huh. or like the 15 or I just yeah. said it again, but yeah, it, it's so funny how there's these microcosms of even vocabulary and lingo and uh, you're only what a two hour flight away, you know? Oh I mean? yeah. It's kind of insane. Different world. Yeah. So going back to birdie creative. <laughs> okay. Though, sorry. No, totally fine. I love these little this conversation veins. is like how my brain works like <laughs> all over the place. <laughs> Doesn't help when I encourage it. Too. Yes. Um, but going back to birdie creative okay. and, um, what has been one of your most fun photo shoots? Um, God, there's been a lot, but I really loved. Um, so my friend um, Brittany started Rebel Experiences. Um, she does experiences around Denver, um, and we collaborated along with um, Decker Rush, who's a photographer, and Classy Productions, um, who's a videographer. Uh, my good friend, Katie Clifford, who's a stylist out of LA. Uh, my good friend, Tess Sutter, who's a hairdresser. Um, and then let's see, who else did we have? And then um, my friends, Alexi and Taylor from the Easy Vegan and my friend, Michael, who um, were all the models. And we did this fun photo shoot and it was here. And we did kind of, we did four different shots. We had a shot out in the front yard. We had a car out there and then, you know, we just had all these little fun scenes and it was like, we, I kind of did it as like um, a COVID dinner party. Like they're all in elevated pajamas and <laughs> eating dinner at home. And there was like, my dogs were in the photos and we had them and we built a little stock tank pool during COVID. And there Very was cool. one scene that they were in there and it was so fun. And it was just like, it was, you know, kind of in the height of um, COVID and just getting together and kind of creating something. It felt so good. And it was kind of the start of everything. It kind of made me, you know, that's kind of how, you know, to have those photos and check them out. They're on my website, (laughs) birdiecreativeco.com. But they're really fun. And they were just very me, like they're colorful and weird and you know, I stole all of my um, partner's, you know, mopeds and cars and anything that I could <laughs> that wasn't glued down and put them in the photo shoots and just working with a really talented bunch. Um, it was really cool. And when it comes down to it, it seems like this is much more than just a transactional experience. You're networking at the same time and you're just seeing them thrive after you provide this service of like just uh, creating the space for them. You know what I mean? And you get to see them grow all at the same time. So it's kind of cool, you know? It's very cool. Yeah. And a lot, most of the people that I work with are like me, they've just started their businesses. So it's not... You know, it's we're growing together, yeah, um, and working together because if we're not working together right now, like nothing's gonna go right. Totally. <laughs> so, yeah. um, and I just really liking meeting new people too. Yeah, and it's it's been great. The whole COVID experience, I'd say, like eighty to ninety percent of the guests that I've had on the podcast have been COVID driven. You know, mm-hmm. where they've either been tired or 
uh, jeopardized with their regular job and they just, they'd rather bank on themselves rather than bank on someone else for a paycheck, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think there's something to be said about that where they're trusting in themselves instead of uh, something else and giving them a livelihood. You know what I mean? Of course, it's a rough start initially and you're just trying to make a name for yourself and getting your business out there. Mm -hmm. Hearing these stories as, I mean, I feel like we're almost in the same boat. This whole like cross-promotional material thing, you know, I'm more on the audio, you're more on the visual. Mm -hmm. Um, And just hearing people's stories really inspires yourself to get your own business up off the ground you'd be like hey if they could do this stuff you know i can do this too it was definitely a motivator to see all these people out there absolutely i would have never you know maybe i would have but i wasn't motivated to start my own business before this and so um it was definitely this has been a blessing in disguise i know how hard it's been for so many people and still so many people and but the opportunity that I was given to be able to take my time and create my business, I've never have gotten before. Yeah. And I know a lot of people wouldn't have gotten before. So, yeah. um, you know, it has not been easy. Yeah. <laughs> it's an emotional roller coaster. <laughs> but, um, you know, I just hope all the hard work that I'm doing now pays off at the end. Yeah. Um, and it's going to be all worth it. Yeah. And so. I think you're making well use of your time. Good use of your time. Well, you see, I'll take either. I'm not good at English. (laughs) (laughs) Math, English, whatever. (laughs) Um, Yeah, uh, you're you're making good use of your time, and with people that are, you know, sort of like collecting unemployment, and just I don't know. There's something to be said about that where you got to take advantage for what you got, and um, just I don't know, just make something, make a name for yourself along the, along the way. So, Absolutely. Yeah. And doing something good. Like I always believe in doing good stuff and helping people out when I can. And this was yeah. just kind of a way um, of doing that. Yeah. So, you know, it's been good. It's been great. And I just love all the people that I've collaborated with and I'm going to be collaborating with. And it's great. Speaking of mm-hmm. going to be collaborating with, mm-hmm. um, I don't know if you can share this, but... <laughs> Do you have any? It's top secret. (laughs) (laughs) We can't. My lawyer says so. Um, But who do you have planned so far as far as appointments go? Um, Um, I have a lot. Well, this is my, you're my second. um, Yesterday, we um, did a collaboration with um, Angela from Angie's Vegan Cakes. And it was such a fun photo shoot. And she's so amazing. And her cakes are unbelievable. Mm. Um, And like, I, just even as a cake, not even in the vegan category. They're amazing. So that was really fun. We did a birthday theme shoot with her yesterday, and I'm working with you today. And this is really fun that I bribed you with a photo shoot like you're being on your podcast. <laughs> and um and I'm also I have another one tomorrow um with above ground salons. Um cool. they have a Lodo and a five points location, and I'm kind of doing a, a group of them, and they're an amazing group of people in a salon, and um, I'm really excited to work with them. So cool. So yeah, it's just been fun. You know, it's just been fun, and it's so like to go from like these three different. It's really good for me to like. Okay, we did this like birthday party yesterday, and she was all glammed out and looked gorgeous. <laughs> and like here, we're like drink a beer, and then tomorrow I'm in a salon. It's really good for my brain to like do that stuff. Like I'm just so it's good. Never a boring day. No, not at all. Totally, not and at all. I saw some of those pictures. 
uh, of Angela's cakes. Yeah. And even of her Angie's, Angie's vegan cakes. And oh my gosh, it it pops. I know. And And she's good. She's gorgeous. And she was like, the camera loved her. And it was so, I was like, oh, it's great. (laughs) I'm like, I'll just sit back. And, you know, and it's great too, when I can do this, I, you know, I try to do the photography when I can, Mm -hmm. um, because, you know, trying to keep these low costs. Um, and, but I do have this wonderful, wonderful friend, Ryan at ryan.com. Um, and he volunteers and helps me with these photo shoots and he does great work. And so it's, it makes it so much easier because I get so nervous (laughs) to to do it all. And I could just sit back and, you know, and just kind of direct the shoot. So it's very cool. So, yeah. When you, uh, start booking these things, Mm -hmm. how far in advance do you like to book them? I mean, I, I, I'm sitting at a table that Mm -hmm. is probably one of my favorite colors and based on our previous conversation, Mm -hmm. you knew that. Uh, and getting the linens and getting the nice setups. I mean, the minerals, the specimens that way and geology. I mean, I love, absolutely love the setup. Um, how long does it take you to even get this around? Um, it depends. I can usually turn around, um, pretty quickly, but you know, if I'm working with some other companies that are willing to volunteer, I try to do it as far off as I can. Um, but it just depends when I'm kind of creating, when I'm talking to a collaboration, um, you know, I'm usually on my phone and I'm walking around my house as we're doing it. And I'm like <laughs> looking at stuff and like, you know, just kind of pulling stuff. And I kind of work. For it. So I might have everything yep. here um, or I might have nothing. And then it's like calling my friends like, you know, that, you know, plate you have at your house. Can I borrow that? <laughs> right. And, you know, that coat you have <laughs> and kind of all things. So it just depends. It could come together really quickly or um, but, yeah, it's usually like a few weeks or a month or something like that. Gotcha. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's but it's cool. So I try to use what I have. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, it seems like you got something for every occasion already in this house. Absolutely. <laughs> do, have, do have a lot of stuff. I am a big um, thrifter and yep. so is my partner, Derek. And so we have a lot of shit. Very cool. Um, but you know, it's fun and unique and it goes and goes with my style. Um, yeah. I'm not going to be your typical event designer that wants to do all you know, white and, you know, yeah. I, I love color and I love quirkiness and I love weird stuff. Yeah. And so, um, I like and appreciate people that want to incorporate that too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking like, uh, maybe a little bit bigger uh, with your involvement in Wheat Ridge in general, mm-hmm. have they, or do they even know of your skill set? Yeah, I will. That's why I kind of got involved with local works. Okay. Um, they were doing, um, a bike drive over the holidays for giving kids bikes, um, kids in need bikes for yeah. Christmas. It's a funny and I had bike drive. I know. I was like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like jumbo shrimp. Um, and so my favorite oxymoron, by the way. Mm. Um, so I donated a couple of bikes to them and the woman that came over and I saw it on their Instagram that they were looking for bikes. And so I donated some and, the woman that came over was just lovely and talked to her and she was, um, telling me about, and I told her what I did and, um, she was like, Oh, you should, you know, check out our organization. And so I emailed them and got involved with the events department and I've only just started, but I'm on, um, I joined the board. Wheat Ridge does 
their um, it's every two years, but it's the mid mod house tour. Cool. So I'm working with them on that, the events department. So that'd be kind of fun. That's Just exciting. trying to fill my time. With, you know, <laughs> I'm not good not doing stuff. So, yeah. um, but with that, there's lots of cool things in Wheat Ridge. Yeah. So um, you got to be a strong ad- advocate for uh, Wheat Ridge, and uh, I, mean, <laughs> I do. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know too much about Wheat Ridge to be honest. You know I mean, what? I don't know that much either, but I'm learning. Um, it's just a cute little, you know, it's a cute little area and it's, um, it's just really nice. I just kind of love it over here. We have like wonderful neighbors, yeah. except for the women that live behind us are just like, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> they're just like, <laughs> we've just been so nice to them and they're so mean. <laughs> Come on. But other than that, <laughs> everyone's just lovely. And um, there's lots of history here. And yeah. so it's cool. Yeah. Even just driving through here, it feels very communal. Yeah. And it's very, uh, you know, um, Oh my gosh! Why can't I think of his name? Uh, drive down neighborhood. Uh, Red Red Cardigan. Oh, Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I can't, <laughs> it feels like that. You know, yeah. everyone. Uh, I don't know. It just feels very homey here. It, yeah, yeah, it's very. It's it feels home. And yeah. you know, as Derek says, he's going to die here. So <laughs> <laughs> we're going to drag his body out of the house. There you go. So it feels. It's a great. It's a great neighborhood. Awesome. So we're happy and just that's kind of small town feel. And so yeah. So lastly, with Birdie Creative, Mm -hmm. um, I do want to delve into what are your future hopes and dreams for this? Mm -hmm. I mean, I I love what you're doing right now Mm -hmm. in the presence, and I can only imagine it going up from here with all the networking that you're doing and even all the events planning that you're doing with Wheat Ridge, you know? I think this is just the tip of the iceberg when it comes down to it, but I want to know what your vision is with Birdie Creative and what you hope to, you know, establish along the way. For sure, for sure. You know, the you know the past 20 years I've been working in events and I'm not sure what events are going to look like. Um, so I'm kind of just being open. Yeah. I think this passion project that I'm doing of what do you bring to the table is um, kind of elevated my love for art direction and design and kind of definitely see my way segueing there. Um, you know, on my website, I do interior design projects as well and floral design. So I have a lot of, you know, um, what's that saying? Like pennies in the pot or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. You know, either. I know what you hats mean. Hats in the, or the keys in the bowl. I don't know. Right. Um, but I definitely, I'm just open and just doing everything that I can to be creative in that sense. And I'm not, you know, going so far and of what I've done before. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just making it kind of smaller in my own. And so we'll see what the future holds. Yeah. Um, maybe definitely more collaborations that I love and, um, you know, it just, I do, you know, I miss working in the, f- the food industry cause I was working for catering. So I love that. So I don't know. I have, um, we'll, we'll see what the future is. <laughs> there you go. You know, <laughs> I'm curious, you know, if you love cooking mm-hmm. and you love that aspect of it, have you thought of doing your, like say own photo shoots? Like, Hey, I cooked this with the newest local ingredients, uh, incorporated into it or, um, Maybe that's just not your style. I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of other people out there that are better than that. <laughs> I definitely do. Like if I make something good, I'll definitely share, you know, a recipe. Like I love um, Curtis from Me So Hot. Yes. Um, I'm actually doing a photo shoot with him oh, soon. Nice. And so I'm really excited about that. And I love his product. And so I definitely like done a little photo shoot with something I made with it and sent it to him. Hey. Um, but 
yeah, I just, I don't know. I definitely take pictures and I'll like post it on Instagram. Like, look what I did. Sure. Yeah. (laughs) Definitely impressed myself (laughs) during this, um, during this pandemic of my, my food skills, but it's just, you know, it's more of a, it's not my, um, it's not my job, you know, it's like, it's my hobby. It's Mm. my love. It's my like therapy. Yeah. So I totally understand. Yeah. And you're sort of building the plane as you fly it when you're, uh, when you're thinking about birdie creatives future aspects, you know, yeah, totally understand. And it's weird to try to pinpoint the direction you're going when you're trying to, you're, you're being open to so many things and whatever door is open that leads onto that best future case scenario is the one you're going to go to. So it's great to just expand your mind and just be like, you know what, let's do it. Shoot, whatever. Yeah. Let's try it out. And it's definitely going to be in the creative field and design. Um, just not, you know, just keep it. I can't, I have to keep my, you know, my eyes open, my options open and everything, especially now we don't know, you know, it's a weird world we're living in right now. Yeah, so yeah. right now I'm just looking forward to when I can see my mom again. <laughs> yeah. No, oh my God. So I know. And this it's coming up on a year. So everyone wow. wear their masks and yeah. just social distancing. You can still go do stuff, but you know, I want to see my mom. Behave, <laughs> people. Come on. I know. Let Ashley see her mom. I know. <laughs> and my other family too, but <laughs> I love you all. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Ashley, for just even being part of this podcast. Oh, but it's been awesome. Before I let you go, okay. I do have four questions that I okay. want to ask you. These are the four no-brainers. These are questions that I love to ask okay. uh, all our guests. And um, Let's see if you actually think they are no-brainers. So number one, uh, what is some advice for your younger self? Um, Just to be kind of humble and you never know what life's going to give you and just kind of go with the flow and um, yeah. Go with the flow, be humble. Go with the flow, yeah. Yeah. I think there's something to be said about that too, where uh, if you feel like you are the teacher you're not going to learn. You have to constantly believe that you're the student. And uh, I heard this saying earlier where, uh, let's say for jujitsu or taekwondo or something, white belt is the hardest, (laughs) you know, either black belt, whatever, it doesn't matter. Just learning and being consistent and just constantly being the student is the hardest aspect and just keeps you humble and just keeps you trucking. So absolutely. And I've worked with a lot of people with some big egos Mm. and you know, they're not growing, they're not learning, they're stuck on something that they did 20 years ago. And, um, you know, it's, it's sad to see. And I'm, you know what, I am guilty of, you know, definitely having an ego before and probably now still, but you have to be open to, you know, learning from other people and growing. Hey, I love pie. I love myself some humble pie. Yep. I'm all about that. Yep. Uh, number two of mm-hmm. the no-brainer questions, who deserves a shout out and who has supported you along the oh, way? Oh God, Derek, I love you so much. <laughs> oh, you're the best partner. It's not been easy. Um, he's a wonderful partner and yeah. he deals with my shit and my craziness. And, um, you know, we're both Scorpios and so, but I definitely have the fiery <laughs> but, you know, just him being so supportive, tur- basically turning every inch of our house into a photo shoot mm. and letting me steal all of your stuff and just, um, the continued support that I get from him and, you know, my mom and my sister and, you know, everyone else, just my friends and, you know, that are just so excited and supportive and, 
Um, it's been great, but yes, Derek, I love you so much and you deserve a medal (laughs) and (laughs) thanks for not leaving me yet. (laughs) Thanks for, you know, everything. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you have mentioned a bunch of people along the way in this interview already from rebel experiences to the easy vegan to, uh, Angie's, oh my gosh, I kind of want to try all these stuff. I'm going to send you home with a slice of Angie's cake that she left here. It's so good. It's so good. Thank you in advance, Angie. Well, I think, I know I kind of was like, am I name dropping? But you know what? I'm, I'm name dropping in a sense that it takes a village and, um, these amazing people have worked so hard with me and supported me. And, um, you know, everyone deserves, there's no such thing as comp, you know, there are definitely competition in the world, but, I like to believe that everyone has their place and, you know, you got to share them. Totally. Yeah. Right there with you. Yeah. Uh, Number three. Okay. What is the next big thing for Birdie Creative? I know you have no idea. idea. (laughs) Hopefully maybe making some money. There you go. (laughs) Start small. You know, maybe. No, you know, I just, um, I'm just hoping that I can keep this momentum up um, because you know, having the opportunity to focus on this and, um, to make it what it is, I just don't want to stop right now. So I'm not sure. I know that a great opportunity is going to fall in my lap. And so all now I can do is just keep doing what I'm doing. Yeah. What do they say about luck? It's preparation combined with opportunity. So you're preparing. Yeah. You're just waiting for that opportunity. I'm stockpiling toilet paper. Like, you know, I am just preparing. I got some flour. I got yeah. some toilet paper. <laughs> That's awesome. And lastly, for Birdie Creative, okay. uh, how do people get in touch with you? Many ways. Um, <laughs> I think Instagram is kind of my most popular way. Um, I'm at Birdie Creative CO and it's B-I-R-D-Y. Um, so follow me on there, check out my stories, see if we'd be a good match. Um, also my website, birdiecreativeco.com. And, um, you know, that's kind of it. Or you can email me, (laughs) you can send a pigeon with a note. I don't, um, I'm at hello at B-I-R-D-Y creativeco.com. So yeah, that's kind of it. Fantastic, yes. Ashley. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. I know it's uh, it was a little daunting at first. Yeah, but you made it very comfortable. I highly recommend doing a podcast with Ian. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, everyone, check out Birdie Creative, especially if you got a small business. Yeah, absolutely. Just what do you bring to the table? What do you... Oh, <laughs> what a nice ending to this. Thank All you. right, everyone. What do you bring to the table? Whatever it is, bring it to Ashley's table. Uh, she will help you out along the way. So thank you so much, Ashley. And thank you. Good luck and Godspeed for Birdie Creative. Thank you very much. <laughs> hey, how much better and flowier, is that a word? Does the interview sound when it's in person? I had so much fun and so many laughs with Ashley, uh, all wrapped up in a such a selfless giving mentality in this interview, uh, from working with special needs people to starting birdie creative as a way to bring people who are passionate in the business, uh, up to showcase to the local scene. Uh, it was so awesome just to be in the space where all the ideas and creativeness flows from Ashley. Um, she's quirky, got eccentric qualities and knickknacks around the house. And, but at the same time, her place feels like a home. Uh, Her personality and the warmth of the conversation just felt like a chat between long friends. Um, It's nice to have a sit down and learn about someone with so many neat stories to tell. Um, 
yeah, actually brings it to the table. <laughs> um, before I forget, go check out Beast of the Southern Wild. And that one's the movie that's highly recommended from Ashley uh, during her time with the Sundance Film Festival. So check that out. I'm definitely going to be checking that out. And with that being said, thanks so much for listening. And as always, shop local, support local, big locals podcast. See ya. See how-